This is a man's world. This is a man's world. I've got a little bit of percussion there. Yes, always. <laughs> so, hello everyone. This is Make It A Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Katie. So, Katie, how's it going? What's up with you? Oh, my God. Like, honestly... I quit my job to not be stressed and I'm more stressed now mm. um, and I'm trying to buy a car and it's stressful oh god that sounds awful literally like I text Evan just before this I was like oh, I might be late but then I wasn't late but um, yeah yeah I'm just I'm stressed for like no apparent reason I'm just I'm trying to buy a car trying to find a job you know the oh, usual oh that's adult. shit stuff yeah Ugh. also my driving instructor was like yeah and um, maybe don't drive off uh, maybe don't drive manual anymore like go for automatic because you know you're just a bit dangerous and I was like oh okay <laughs> so for everybody's safety including my own I am I'm going automatic now so what about you Evan how are you I'm not going automatic. I have my theory test is later in August. Um, oh, well done. Yeah. Uh, how am I doing? Well, we're in a heat wave. So that, oh. has, been, that has been up and down. It is very I much down. I try not talk about the weather because I normally say well, I, I had to. I'm sorry. I had to. Melting is not the word. Oh, God. It's not even funny. And if you know me, I, I burn very easily. And I have to layer on the sun cream. Sometimes I have more than two bottles in my bag. So I essentially am wearing factor 500. Uh, just to stop myself from burning. Other than that, what have I been up to? Uh, not much. I have plans this week on Thursday. And then next week, uh, I have a free gaff. So, oh, that's wow. going to be nice. <laughs> oh, it feels like forever since I've had one. So I know it has been forever since you've had one. I know. Um so yeah, that's what's gonna happen. But yeah. you know, uh today we're talking about something a little bit more high in the sky. Uh <laughs> I did not have to segue into that, but uh what Katie, what are we talking about? Um today we are going to look at the film Boards of Prey, which is a Harley Quinn um, themed film. Um, and oh my God, I'm, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. What's your history with Boards of Prey, Evan? I suppose there's a way I'm going to answer this question in two different ways. So the full title of the film is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah, so, I just, I was like... Yeah, no one ever says the rest of it, so you're fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my history with the Birds of Prey is probably the comics. And in the early 2000s, there was a Birds of Prey series, TV series, mm -hmm. that was uh, along the lines of like Charmed and stuff, very early 2000s. I remember it being very good. I'm sure if I look back at it now, it's probably uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and then my uh, history with Harley Quinn is definitely uh, Batman, the animated series when she was in that. She was very present in that. Um, yeah. And then I'll see years later with Suicide Squad. Uh, 
she popped up again. So my history with the film in particular, that was, I saw it in January of 2020. I can't believe it's, that was when it came out. That feels like 500 years ago. It honestly feels like I've seen it three years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember seeing it, thought it was very, very good. Uh, Katie, what is your history with Birds of Prey? Um, seeing the trailer for it was like, that looks cool. Um, and then I went to see it in cinema. That's my whole history. <laughs> um, obviously, I knew Harley Quinn from um, like Suicide Squad and stuff. And um, obviously, like, just you just hear about her, like, mm. you know, just from um, little bits. So, yeah, I don't really have much of a history uh, other than I went to see it in the cinema and thought I'd seen it with Evan, but apparently didn't. <laughs> So uh, I can't even remember who I went to see it in the cinema with. Like, I really can't remember. And it's really bugging me. Uh, do you know what I was thinking of? One of the only films we've ever been to the cinema to see together, Annabelle. Annabelle. <laughs> the Pikachu and Beauty and the Beast live action. <laughs> the big three. Uh... <laughs> Weird mix, but okay. Yeah, uh, so we're going to... Uh, do a recap of this film. I feel like I had something else to say there, but now it's just uh, skip my mind. So <laughs> moving on. Uh, so this is a recap of the film Birds of Prey, directed by Kathy Yan. So we open with an animated sequence narrated by Harley Quinn, who's played by Margot Robbie, who also uh, is an executive producer in this film. Uh, her dad traded her for a pack of beer. She was deaf at an orphanage. She got a PhD and started working at Arkham Asylum and fell in love with her patient, the Joker. Yeah. Um, and she, she fell in love with him, broke him out, and they, he threw her into a chemical vat to bleach her skin mm-hmm. in, in Ace Chemicals, which is their spot. Um, in this film, they break up and he kicks Harley out. She gets her own place above a Chinese restaurant. Harley says she's fine, but is really a mess. She's cutting her hair. Uh, she and she, what am I saying? She cuts her hair. She gets a pet hyena named Bruce. Um, she and at a roller rink, uh, we first see Cassandra Kane, who's played by Ella J. Basco. Uh, and she, we learn about that she's a pickpocket. Mm-hmm. So. At the Black Mask Club, Harley gets drunk and breaks uh, Roman's driver's legs and the driver's played by John Hamm. Uh, Roman, who's played by Ewan McGregor, uh, indirectly fires his driver and Harley uses her PhD to psychoanalyze Roman. Uh, Harley gets drunker and drunker. Uh, at a Mexican restaurant, Harley uh, hears her so-called friends bitching about her and how she's not over the Joker. So she dumps the drinks and leaves them and she she what she wants to prove that she cut ties with Joker once for all. So a drunk Harley gets the idea to drive a nearby truck into the ace chemical plant where the Joker took her to bleach her skin. So we get narration from Harley that this is her story and she can start it wherever she wants. And we cut to four minutes ago. Uh, Renee Montoya, played by Rosie Perez, is investigating a nearby murder. Uh, her ma- and we learned that her male counterpart got a promotion over her and is now her boss. Uh, we get a flashback of uh, a hooded woman who we believe is a crossbow killer uh, who kills all these men. Uh, 
this uh, she's not revealed in this moment, but she's revealed later on in the film. But we'll get to that. Uh, Renee suspects Roman Tyonis has hired a new assassin. She hears the explosion and finds the J necklace and uh, realizes that Harley and Joker have officially broke up. So we cut to Roman Tyonis and his assistant Victor Zaz, and they're cutting off people's faces. Uh, Roman is also known as the Black Mask across town. Harley is hungover, and we she is very much in love with an egg sandwich. Yes, she is. <laughs> Just as Harley is about to take a bite, uh, Renee Montoya shows up and chases Harley. Uh, Harley has wronged a lot of people. Um, Harley loses Renee and is about to take a bite when Mr. Sionis' driver shows up with a gun. Renee knocks the sandwich out of Harley's hands in slow motion, and it is a very tragic, tragic moment. So, uh, Harley makes another run for it. Uh, she gets away scot-free until she is greeted by a man with a tattooed face. Uh, we learn that she dared the Joker to tattoo his face. And just as he is about to kill her, Harley bends down to pick up a penny, and the crossbow killer is back, and she killed the tattooed man. Uh, Roman's men show up and Harley uh, waves a white napkin as a symbol, symbol for the white flag. At Gotham PD, uh, Renee arrives back. Uh, uh, she is stinking. Everyone makes a comment about it. She is being hounded by her male co-workers and Cassandra Cain has been arrested. Uh, Renee is in her boss's office and he we, we learned that that's the guy who stole her promotion and she tells him uh, Roman is linked to these murders and she's there with the assistant DA who is her ex, played by Ali Wong. She tells him of the Bertinelli Diamond. We learn it is, we learn of the Bertinelli Massacre. Uh, mafia family was uh, gunned down. The diamond is the key to the Bertinelli fortune. Uh, Renee gets a phone call from an unknown number as she tries to state her case. However, her co-workers don't believe her. Her boss gives the case to someone else. She walks out of the office with the assistant DA. The two argue and her ex makes a comment about Renee's drinking. Renee answers the phone and gets a call that Cassandra Kane has, has the diamond. Harley arrives at the police station in disguise and she breaks character and starts shooting up the place. So Harley is looking for Cassandra Kane, and then she pauses because she's telling it all wrong and brings it back to the night she got drunk in the Black Mask Club. We then meet Dinah Lance, aka Black Canary, who's played by Junie Smollett Bell, uh, and she is singing at a club because she's got a really killer voice. Mm -hmm. uh, Roman's making a deal with a businessman whose face he would later take off. Uh, Roman has located the diamond. Roman returns to his hosting duties. A drunk Harley is at the bar and asks Dinah how to spell mercenary. So she can, she's slurring her words and she just can't get it out. Harley asks her, does she know what a Harlequin is? And explains that Harlequin is nothing without a master. Uh, Harley tries to confide in her and uh, Dinah walks away. And then a random man gets Harley blackout drunk and then it goes to uh, what we believe is the next morning. Uh, so Diana sees them in the alley and is about to walk away. 
uh, but she decides to help Harley out and kicks the guy's asses. Uh, Roman sees this fight and Victor goes to get her. Dinah is now been hired as Roman's new driver. Dinah goes home and sees Cassandra Kane on the stairs. She's sitting there because her foster parents are fighting. Dinah tries to be nice to her and gives her cash. Renee um, shows up at Dinah's door and we learn Renee knew Dinah's mother. Roman and Victor are having dinner. Uh, Dinah arrives and Roman shows her all his uh, weird artifacts. Victor tells them of Harley blowing up Ace Chemicals. Roman sends Victor and Dinah to uh, get something, which we learn is the Bertinelli diamond. So Cassandra is pickpocketing. Uh, Victor put the diamond in his pocket. Cassandra tries to pickpocket Dinah and she warns her. Uh, Cassandra pickpockets the diamond from Victor and as she skips away, the police show up. Victor realizes the diamond is gone and Dinah knows Cassandra has taken it. In the back of the cop car, Cassandra swallows the diamond. Victor and Dinah tell Roman they lost the diamond. The men have Harley downstairs. She's tied up. Victor promises Roman he will get the diamond back. Harley is tied up. She analyzes him again, and he has many reasons to hate her. Uh, Just as Victor is about to kill her, she pleads with him. She says she can get him the diamond. Roman hits her, and she she goes into a weird dreamlike musical trance that's unexplained. Um, Harley leaves and tells Roman she won't let him down. And Roman, uh, I can't read. I can't. Uh, you can, and you will. Roman enforces every mercenary in town about Cassandra Kane, and there is a half a million dollar reward if they bring them to her. Uh, bring her to him. I can't speak. So she sees uh, Dinah and leaves. Uh, Dinah gets a text that whoever brings Cassandra to Roman gets the reward. Dinah calls Renee, uh, which we saw earlier in the film, to tell her about Cassandra. And uh, now we're all caught up. So then we go back to Harley in the Gotham PD police station after she shoots up the place. Harley can't get access to the jail cells and breaks the system. All the cells unlock as the sprinklers are going off and Harley kicks some ass. Uh, Cassandra makes a run for it. Uh, Roman's men show up and she hides in the evidence room. Harley catches up to her. They dodge Roman's men. Harley grabs a baseball bat and kicks more ass. She also inadvertently takes cocaine. Uh, Cassandra uh, gives Harley a lighter and she sets a guy's face on fire and Cassandra runs off. Cassandra gets grabbed by one of the guys. Harley sees the wanted text and Renee busts in. She knocks Renee out, grabs Cassandra and they take a car that was in the evidence room. So they're on the road and Harley uh, demands the diamond. Cassandra says she doesn't have it and and then eventually admits that she has swallowed it. Uh, they they head to a supermarket. Uh, Cassandra asks Harley for advice. Harley is not uh, shopping. She's in fact robbing the place. They head home and we meet Doc, who owns the Chinese restaurant. They head up to the apartment and Cassandra sees Bruce, which is uh, Harley's hyena, as we mentioned earlier. 
Cassandra sees a Joker drawing and doesn't know who he is. They sit down to eat cereal and watch cartoons. The crossbow killer shows up and is about to reveal herself. It, it is in then that moment revealed she is Helena Bertinelli and survived the massacre. And uh, Stefano Galante killed them. One of the guys found her alone and took her away and she spent 15 years planning her revenge. So she may be known as a crossbow killer to everyone else, but she called herself Huntress and she is played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, at the club, Roman learns no one, got Cassandra, uh, no one got Cassandra and forces the girl to get on the table and dance in her underwear. Uh, Dinah is about to leave and Roman holds her close. At Gotham PD, Renee's uh, ex brings her evidence and it is revealed she ratted her out to her boss and Renee gets fired. So Cassandra and Harley are doing each other's nails and the police show up. They try to leave and the apartment is then blown up by another person who has something out for Harley. Uh, Bruce is gone and it is revealed that Doc, in fact, sold her out. So Harley decides to hand Cassandra over. She wants to, she wants her to meet, uh, she wants Roman to meet her at Amusement Mile. Uh, Roman tells Dinah to drive Victor to meet Harley. Renee gets a text to go to Amusement Mile as well from Dinah. Huntress is also on her way there. Victor notices Dinah's phone at, with a text from Renee. Victor secretly tells Roman Dinah has betrayed him. Dinah gets the no, sorry, Roman gets the black mask and we assume he's heading there. No, he is heading there. What did I say, I assume? Uh, <laughs> Harley tapes Cassandra to a toilet. Uh, there's a knock at the door and Renee kicks her way in. The two fight. Harley pushes Renee at the window. Victor shoots a tranquilizer dart into Harley's neck. Uh, Dinah finds Cassandra in the bathroom. Victor starts abusing Harley and reveals scars on his chest from uh, many different women. Victor goes into the bathroom and uh, uh, realizes that the diamond is still inside Cassandra. Victor points a gun at Dinah. Harley gets her strength back. Uh, Huntress then shows up. Renee comes back, to, comes back in. Uh, Huntress has killed Victor. Victor's dead and Cassandra has a gun. Huntress is about to leave, but Renee won't let her leave. She killed Victor and now she's done because Victor was involved in the Bertinelli massacre. Cassandra shows, uh, shows them Sionis and his men showing up. Um, he's, af he's after all of them. Harley says they need to work together. They all agree. They need weapons. Harley opens what should be a weapons closet, but it's in fact empty. The Joker took all the weapons. Dinah finds an old chest of Harley's uh, weapons and things. Uh, Black Mask is preparing them for the fight. Is preparing his men for the fight. Sorry. <clears throat> Uh, Dinah and Huntress yell at each other. Harley uses her PhD again. Uh, mm. Roman's men storm the building and they slide down a hidden slide. Uh, Huntress kills a guy on the way down and Harley calls her cool for doing that. They are surrounded and an ultimate fight breaks out. Huntress gives Cassandra a toy car and hides her away. The fight continues. Harley has somehow changed her shoes to rollerblades. Um... Harley asks Cassandra, does she forgive her yet? She tells her to get off her. As they leave, uh, Renee gets shot, but she's wearing Harley's bulletproof 
boob tube. Um, Dinah decides to reveal her killer voice and knocks them all out with the canary scream. Uh, Harley and Huntress chase Roman. Harley loses Huntress, uh, who crashes her bike. Roman crashes the car at the pier. It's foggy and Harley goes to find uh, Roman, who has Cassandra. There are statues uh, everywhere. Roman is saying Harley can't stand out on her own uh, since she broke up with the Joker. Harley thinks she's about to shoot. Harley thinks she's about to shoot Roman and she misses and she apologizes to Cassandra. Cassandra admits she took one of Harley's rings, meaning her grenade ring, which she took from the chest. She The grenade is in Roman's pocket. Roman lets her go. Harley kicks Roman over the pier and he blows up. Uh, the other girls arrive and Harley suggests that they go get tacos. Yes. Harley brings them uh, drinks, a tray of margaritas. Cassandra gives Huntress the car back. Cassandra finally has to poop. Uh, Renee apologizes to Harley. Cassandra calls her Harley into the bathroom. The diamond came out. Uh, Harley and Cassandra steal Dinah's car. Renee cleans out her desk whilst her boss took the credit for her. Uh, this is all set to Harley's narration, by the way. Dinah, Renee and Huntress have now set up a team called the Birds of Prey, and they are funded by the Huntress's fortune she got back. Harley pawned the diamond and started her own business with Cassandra. Bruce has returned and... Uh, it turns out he was wandering the streets of Chinatown. Cassandra and Harley eat the famous sandwich and they drive they drive away and that's the end of the movie. It is. I just remember what I was going to say. Uh, this is actually very timely because new Suicide Squad movie is coming out. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. from Brown this week. When exactly is that coming out? So UK and Ireland, it's 30th July. Uh, if you're in the US, it's the 6th of August. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I knew it was soon. I just didn't know the exact date. Okay, so let's get into a discussion about Birds of Prey. Let's do it. So what's your overall, like, opinion on this film, I suppose? I love this film. It's so gay. Yeah. It is so queer and just amazing. I love it. Yeah. It's so colourful, it's fun, it doesn't take itself too seriously because um, if we're, this film is a part of the DC Extended Universe and they are kind of in this weird kind of limbo area ever since, I don't know, the release of the Snyder Cut hasn't really helped uh, with the continuity uh, as well, the kind of earlier films such as Batman versus Superman, uh, the first Suicide Squad movie, were not critically acclaimed. They weren't very, they made a lot of money, but they weren't very critically acclaimed. They weren't very good films, as far as I'm aware. I've only really seen yeah, one of them. I get you, I get you. I know, I know where you're coming from. Whereas this, like I was going to say, um, I don't even know exactly what the production value was, but like the production was great. Costumes, amazing. Set unreal like it was really really good the soundtrack brilliant like it was all just really good it's really good I mean it's not trying to be serious like Batman versus Superman like Suicide Squad and that's the thing um you know they they started this whole extended universe to try and match Marvel I'm just assuming that or maybe they had this in plan for years but you know it, again yeah. they're trying to match Marvel and that they can't really I think Marvel have it down I don't know what their formula is but they have it down 
they're they're currently all over the place with their movies. Some have been great, some have been not so great, some have been kind of in between. This is one of the better ones. Yeah. Uh, this is up there with like for me, Shazam as well, another great one. Yes. Yeah, like I suppose that that's it. Like when you know when you're watching a Marvel film, like you know what to expect and you know what's coming and stuff like that, and you just know you're gonna enjoy. It. But with like you said, like with a DC film, you're kind of like, right, let's see how this one pans out because I didn't actually expect to like Birds of Prey as much as I did because of the way Suicide Squad went. Mm. Like. It was a fine film. It's granted to just throw on in the background, but I wouldn't be like, oh, let's watch Suicide Squad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, again, so, uh, I mean, I have I mean, I have some notes here. Margot Robbie was born to play Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's just one of those was. things that fits. It's like Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, you know? Yeah. I mean, she couldn't see anyone else playing this role. No, I actually couldn't. I really, you could not cast anybody else not anybody current anyway it just wouldn't fit yeah and as well she executive produced this movie uh she's a very very big fan of the comics as well so she kind of knows what she's doing and she's been so smart about it she's a very good producer she's produced a number of tv shows and movies that you know have done very well one of them this year promising young woman did very well so you know good on her that but because she's such a good like she's a big fan of the um comics that she like done really really good character work on Harley Quinn I feel I feel like she has like you said she was born to play it like I feel like she has the formula of Harley down to a T yeah she knows what the fans expect and she knows what she would expect from Harley as well so yeah and like I said I just think um the whole the whole set was unbelievable. It was like so colorful and like all the movement and all was just like really well and um and yeah, it was just it was a very enjoyable film all around to watch. It is really good. It's a really fun, cool, colorful, queer film. You know, yeah. uh, Pride Month has passed by. This would have been great. Um, <laughs> you know, and we've also got so it's a team of it's five women who are the main birds of prey technically um these are women of all shapes and sizes all mm-hmm. ethnicities uh just five completely different characters different actresses different women whereas we are to something i wanted to compare that with was the first avengers film okay yeah. so see we as i said we've got the five women two of them are queer that's harley and renee yeah um You know, if we compare this to the first Avengers film, we've got very much straight, white. I'm not 100% sure of everyone's ethnicity of the entire cast. It's mainly straight, white actors with one type of body, with the only who are predominantly male, with the exception of Scarlett Johansson, who's a straight white woman with one type of body. And that's no disrespect to her, but again, it's just that kind of thing. That's the way it was cast. Like, yeah. It's the way it was cast. It's what Marvel wants, you know, and that's fine. And you know they're great in their respective roles but sometimes I'm just like I want to see someone who is different someone who's different someone who is plus size someone who you know isn't the perfect superhero you know yeah you know and we kind of got that although this isn't really this is 
this is a this is a comic book film it's not really a superhero film no, technically yeah. Yeah. it's uh you know it's like the origins for birds of prey um and then obviously harley's at the lead so you know again it is just it's just so interesting to see and it's such a relief to see because you, you get sick of one image all the time being fed to you and that's you know this film isn't isn't for kids it's not aimed at kids but marvel is a lot of the time and that's you know that's very damaging for someone who was uh very thin and then very big as a child i was surrounded by one type of image and it fucked me up for life if i'm honest yeah i do get you um I know, because like, I actually honestly just feel so lucky that, like, I feel like that hasn't really had a huge effect on me in my life, but I see where you're coming from. Whereas now, kids these days, yeah, okay, like the Marvel movies, they're all ripped and hench and whatever, but, like, they have stuff like this to fall back on and to be like, oh, these are all different, you know? As you said, like, there's two queer characters in it and different ethnicities and mm. like they show like Chinatown and you know stuff like that just um it's not like so to speak whitewashed mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah it's definitely not whitewashed um so as well uh, another point I wanted to make they really try hard not to show you Jared Leto in any way <laughs> so obviously the Joker in Suicide Squad is played by Jared Leto he was definitely not a fan favorite and I think he made a return in the Snyder Cut, I haven't seen that, so I'm not 100% sure how he pans out in that. I've only seen about half an hour of it because I fell asleep. But, uh... I need to set aside a day for that. Um, yeah, literally, it's so long. Yeah. So, again, so they really try. We're like, oh, we're, <laughs> we're like, okay, we get it. He's fired. Um, you you kind of only really see him. You see him, obviously, in the opening animated sequence as a cartoon. So it's not Jared Leto. But then he, as, in the tattoo flashback, you only see the back of his head. So... I, don't know, I just found that really funny and I want to kind of compare this Harley Quinn in this movie to Suicide Squad's Harley Quinn from 2016 yeah so in 2016 Suicide Squad Harley Quinn is overtly sexualized oh like way too sexualized oh very much so like she's literally an object. No, she's a great character. She's a great character on it. And she, to be honest, her and Will Smith's character carry the whole movie. Mm. But it's it's just a lot of close-ups on Margot Robbie's like ass and body, and she's beautiful and has a great everything. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just it's an unnecessary over sexualization. It was like you know in the it's like kind of now we're kind of seeing it with. A lot of people aren't happy with Lola Bunny in the new Space Jam movie because she's not sexy anymore and that she's wearing baggy like sweatpants and like a basketball jersey. Like, geez, get a grip. I'm sorry. Just want to bring that up. I feel like Harley Harley Quinn was always over-sexualized. Like, even in the comics, she could have, she was, you know, in her black and red, like, jumpsuit and stuff. Mm. And, like, I just feel like her as a character always was sexualized and then in um in suicide squad they just ran with it <laughs> and i'm ran with it i'm ran with it yeah if you're to look at like all the harley quinns throughout the comics cartoons um i think this is one of the only live action ones that margaret robbie's done 
I'm not sure if there's another one. Uh, and then the video games as well. She's very, very, very sexualized. And to be honest, I think this movie with Margot Robbie at the helm, kind of calling the shots, was the right move for the character because, like, it's just you can tell that a woman did direct this and, you know, it was the better choice because, you know, I mean... We saw a different side to the character almost. Yeah, I mean, in Suicide Squad, she's... Like I said, she's an object and she's there to basically fawn over a man, the Joker, uh, who's only in it for about 10 minutes. It was just a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, so just wanted to bring that up. Do you have anything else to say? I really want to try that egg sandwich. It looks incredible. <laughs> I don't eat eggs, but I don't know. I'll eat. I, like oh. the, I, lo- I love a buttered roll. I love a buttered roll. No, but like it would be so fab. Yeah, like it wouldn't be a pure street at all, but like there's eggs and cheese on it. And like I eat both of them. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's that's everything on I my mean, end. You know, uh, if there are many great love stories in film, Jack and Rose, uh, Carl and Ellie, and then Harley and her sandwich. <laughs> yeah, there is. And mm. it, it looks like it's meant to be meant to be this film's so relatable i love it so i'm gonna so do you have anything else to say no i'm good Uh, you i think i've covered everything that i have wanted to cover or needed to cover so i'm gonna give talk about some fun facts about this film and some easter eggs uh Mm -hmm. so let's get into those so uh, Ella J. Basco, uh, who played Cassandra Kane, uh, worked with a magician to learn how to pickpocket. Oh. So uh, this is a really interesting fact because I love hyenas. I'm obsessed with hyenas, if you know me. Um, they originally wanted a real hyena to play Bruce. Uh, and Margot Robbie and uh, the director met with uh, a hyena trainer. Mm. Uh, uh, it was so they saw this hyena and they apparently they couldn't take him on because he had an act for claiming things as his own and you couldn't take it back off him and right. on a film set that just wasn't going to work because if they needed the couch back you know yeah <laughs> uh and obviously we all know hyenas are very dangerous so uh so you basically couldn't things back off him so what they did to create bruce is they got a really big dog and cgi'd his face to make it look like a hyena Ah, yes, yeah, I wondered how they done that. I mean, I probably could have Googled it, but, like, I just thought it was all just pure CGI, like. Yeah, I remember Margaret Robbie's on the Graham Norton show promoting this movie, and my dad was watching, he was like, how'd they get a hyena in the film? He was like, <laughs> it's obviously not a real hyena. <laughs> so, it's, it's uh, good CGI, though. It is good CGI. It is very good CGI. So there were two uh, musical dance sequences filmed for this, but only one made it into the movie which why <laughs> why not that bit was like okay <laughs> just throw it in there i know it's i know that we're trying to get a girl to shit out of diamond but like this whole movie's about a girl pooping i love it <laughs> pretty much yeah pretty much <laughs> so uh, apparently it took two and a half hours to transform Mar- margot into harley that's mad and that has got to be painful like, how many times do they have to do that? Do you know what I'd love to know? How many hours 
throughout the whole film actually took. So if you added all the time she got transformed. Oh, God. How many hours that actually was out of the whole like, filming process. Oh, I'd love to know that. that. Yeah, that would be so interesting to know, but maybe we'll know, but we don't know for now. Um, no, we don't. We don't know right now. So this is really... This blew my mind when I read this. So Journey Smollett-Bell, who played Dinah, a.k.a. Black Canary, asked for a woman of colour to be her hairstylist, and Margot Robbie backed her up on this. Good. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, I read... That's actually very good, because I read that this is a bit of a side note, or a sidetrack or whatever, on the the reason why Taylor in High School Musical, a.k.a. Monique Coleman, had to wear a headband is because the white hairstylist didn't know how to style black hair. <sighs> like, come on. Just... Come on, people. Like, even... Oh, I just don't get it. No, no. But, you know, good for this. Yeah, that's amazing. So, you yeah. bring up the incredible sandwich that you want to eat. Um, mm-hmm. So, the eggs in the egg sandwich were actually made from duck eggs because Margot Robbie is allergic to chicken egg whites. Oh, strange. But cool. Yes. So uh, the last of the fun facts, and then we'll move on to the Easter eggs. My page just fell out of my hand. Now it's back up. Um, Kathy Yan fought to keep the scene of the girl dancing on the table in her underwear in the movie, which I don't understand why. But that scene just doesn't make it. Another scene that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was very uncomfortable now, in fairness, but it just doesn't doesn't feel necessary. I mean, that's probably why that she fought to keep it in because it is uncomfortable. Ah, okay. They give like an extra kind of, you know, what's like viewpoint into the film to kind of probably to try, like, no, maybe this isn't the case. Maybe she just liked the scene or something, I don't know. But for me, I feel like it would, could be like a good talking point or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it or could be. It's a, like I think it actually, the more I think about it, it actually makes sense for Roman's character, I guess, and his motivations. Because yeah. yeah. he's very, like, cartoonish at the start, and that's where I feel like he starts to change into a serious, like, DC villain. Villain, yeah. Yeah, I get you. So, on to some Easter eggs. Um, in the animated sequence, we see Harley's jester outfit, uh, heavily featured in the comics and in Batman the Animated Series. So, uh, number two, Amusement Mile is the location of some other DC projects in the DC universe. uh, And I believe it's also featured in Shazam. Mm. Um, Cassandra Cain becomes Batgirl in the comics. Uh, In the film, when Harley is uh, leaving Gotham PD after shooting the place up, she sees a wanted sign for Captain Boomerang, who appeared in Suicide Squad. And who's set to to appear in the next one. Uh, Renee pulls out Harley's uh, daddy's little monster shirt we saw in Suicide Squad. And then Harley takes it off her because it has sentimental value. Yeah. Uh, At Amusement Mile, we see uh, Ha 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 uh, written on some of the windows, which is similar to Joker's tattoo from Suicide Squad. That's on his chest. Mm hmm. Diana holds up Harley's bat from Suicide Squad, the good night bat. And she's also wearing some of her jewelry, I believe. Uh, the canary cry is revealed uh, and the scene is similar to the one in the comic book Injustice Year 2. Right. Right. So, <clears throat> I want to play a little game. 
Are you ready to play a little game? I'm ready to play a little game. So, similar to uh, our Little Mix episode and our Queer Eye episode, we're going to create our own Birds of Prey. So, the rules are simple. Create your own badass girl squad. Uh, you can use either real-life figures or fictional characters. You can contain up to five members as well. Okay, perfect. You want to go first? You want to go first or I'll go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. Right. So again, I'm doing this on the fly because I just I think it's more fun when it's done on mm-hmm. the fly. Um, it's not calculated. Right. So my first one is Lizzie McGuire. Yay. First one. So she's she's in that. Then I'm gonna go with um oh goodness, who um oh what's her name? It's Lena Gomez. Right, we'll show her in there. Um, and then we will put, hmm, trying to think. I really want Kim Possible in there. I just feel like she'll be an asset. Um, and then I will go with, who do I have? Lizzie McGuire, Selena Gomez, Kim Possible. Possible. Just throw Nicole Scherzinger in there. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know, I just think she'll fit. And Lizzo. Oh, class. That's a class team. Yeah, I think that's who I'll go with. So, me next. Uh, I am also going to do this on the fly. I didn't prepare um, for once. (laughs) I'll do. So, all right. So, first up, who am I thinking? It's so difficult to do on the fly. (laughs) Yeah, it's mad. You have to think of everyone. I'm going to pick, I'm going to poach someone from Marvel for this team. I'm Ooh. going to take Miss Wanda Maximoff. Very good. Yeah, she would be class. Um, next up, who am I going to take? Who am I going to take? Um, uh, from The Walking Dead, uh, she is a absolute legend with the sword and can kill walkers three at a time it's got to be miss michonne from the walking dead okay any walking dead fans out there know who i'm talking about mm, not me she okay. does not <laughs> <laughs> next up three more oh god the pressure's on <laughs> oh dear jesus who is next oh well i can't not say this person and you're not going to be surprised it's going to be hannah montana i was going to pull her in but i didn't <laughs> I was like, I have Lizzie, I'll, I'll leave Hannah. <laughs> Badass beat. Um, next up, got to add a little bit of a little bit of class to this. I'm going to, she's also very magical, Miss Hermione Granger. Oh, very good. Who is last on my list? Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, ooh. <laughs> um <laughs> so last on my list I'm gonna pick Miss Tina Fey. Okay, that's a good team too. There we go. So you know we got witches, scientists, and Tina Fey. <laughs> Yeah, why not? A comedian, make them all laugh. It's fine. Well, that was super fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so, so, how successful was Birds of Prey? 
Birds of Prey was very successful, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Even though it's been a lot, it is a flop, which people are weird. Yeah. So um, the film has a 79% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and you know what that means? Modern Rent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The film made uh, $201.8 million worldwide against a budget of uh, somewhere between 82 to $100 million. Not bad. So this, film did, so this film did not flop. It just didn't make a billion dollars. Calm down. Yeah. Mm. Kathy Ann also became the first woman of colour to direct a comic book film with this movie. Oh, very In good. In 2020. What have you been doing all this time? Oh, I couldn't fucking tell you. Mm. Also won a bunch of different awards. Ewan McGregor and Kathy Ann won uh, awards at the Critics Association Mid-Season Awards in 2020. The soundtrack where the, the soundtrack won top soundtrack at the American Music Awards in 2020. Uh, and the soundtrack is all female artists as well, which was fun to point out. Yeah. So uh, at the IGN Awards, it won Best Action Movie. Uh, Ewan McGregor and Margot Robbie won awards for their performances at the Critics' Choice Super Awards. The Hollywood Critics Association awarded the film with Best Action Film, Best Blockbuster Film and Best Stunts. The Makeup and Hairstyling also won at the Makeup Artists and Hairstylists Guild. Uh, that's the wrong page. What am I doing? Uh, it's currently nominated for six Saturn Awards in 2021. The film made over $30 million in home and digital sales. Kathy Ann has uh, stated that she wants to direct a sequel exploring Harley and Poison Ivy's relationship. Give that to me now, hook it into my veins. Mm-hmm. And Margot Robbie is set to reprise her role as Harley Quinn in the upcoming Suicide Squad directed by Guardians of the Galaxy director, James Gunn. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, it was. I don't feel like it was a flop at all. No, people need to relax. It made the same amount of money as Ford B. Ferrari, okay? That was a big success. Yeah. Okay. You know what? It's time for a key. What is the time for? It's time for a pop quiz. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. I need to. I wish I had the school bell soundboard, but we don't have that yet because we are broke. Uh, Ring, ring. <laughs> so um this is where the show right quiz Katie because she things go over her head sometimes so we're going to test her on birds of prey oh. and just want to tell you now Katie there are no actual birds in birds of prey uh that's not a question that's on the test if you thought it was coming up <laughs> right yeah, uh, wrong anyway <laughs> so question one yeah go on when Harley is drunk at the Black Mass Club, she throws up. But what does she throw up into? Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going to... Oh, this is going to be a fucking horrible quiz. Um, I want to say a hat. But I feel like it was a handbag. That's correct. It was a handbag. Yeah. <laughs> My brain was just like, say it's a hat, say it's a hat. But I feel, yeah, handbag. Woo. Okay, question two. Yeah. What what stuffed animal does Harley have on her kitchen table? A, a teddy bear. Now think about it. Her and Cassandra walking. Cassandra sees Bruce, and then there's something on the table. Um. She's wearing a skirt. Oh shit! Is it is it pig? 
No, don't have another caster. <laughs> no, because I'm not going to get it. It's a beaver. A what? A beaver. beaver. Oh, yeah. All right, okay. Okay, who says this line? I love this chick. She's got rage issues. Um, your one. Um, the crossbow one. No, no. no. Yeah, I feel like Harley said it because it says chick. And she would just use the word chick. That's incorrect. It was actually uh, Dinah, a.k.a. Black Canary. Ah, Black Canary shit. Okay. Right. Uh, question four. What is Roman doing when Victor and Dinah tell him that they've lost the diamond? Um. Think about it. He's lying down. Someone's doing something to, to him. What are they doing? Are they fanning him with something? Or am I just thinking? No, am so, I, actually, there's two people there. So one of them is doing that, but this, there's something specific that's being injected into his face. I'm just going to go for it and say he's getting Botox, and that's my answer. Yeah, I kind of gave that to you, but he's getting Botox. Okay, wait for No. <laughs> but he was getting fanned, wasn't he? I'm not he was. Someone else was doing something else. But um, yeah, he oh, was right. getting fanned, and he was getting... Oh. Actually, actually, I'll give you two points for that. Cause... Thank you. One you got for me and the other you got on your own. Yeah, I wasn't even on the test. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. Uh, it's multiple choice. So in the Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend sequence, what actress is Harley dressed up as? Is it Judy Garland, Beth Davis, Joan Crawford, or Marilyn Monroe? Um... I want to say Marilyn Monroe. That's correct. Yeah. All right. I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would, honestly. So question six. What does the t-shirt that Renee found in the Lost and Found read? Daddy's Little Monster? No, that's Harley's t-shirt. Oh, yeah, sure. The Lost and Found of... So she goes oh. in, she's stinking, she goes and gets the t-shirt from the lost and found, and then she has to go to the office with the assistant DA and they're her boss. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, do you know what? I, I won't be able to guess this. I, I don't know. Okay, it was, uh, it said, I shaved my balls for this. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, another multiple choice one for you. All right, I'm good what at is- what is the name of the Chinese restaurant? Is it Doc's Palace, Doc's Chinese Restaurant, Doc's Place, or Doc's Emporium? Ooh, I'm stuck between two. I'm going to say Doc's Palace. That's incorrect. Oh, it's Emporium, isn't it? No, it's Doc's Place. Okay, friend. <laughs> Okay, this they is, were both my answers, so I was th- gonna be wrong either way. This is pretty simple. Who is Bruce named after? Batman. Yeah, what's his real name though? Bruce Wayne. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, like you, you not- look, yeah, you look puzzled. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Question nine. And I was I was really nervous because I get the Hulk and Batman's real names mixed up because one's Bruce Banner <laughs> and one's Bruce Wayne. Uh, uh, okay, that is fair. That is fair. Um, 
Question nine. What drinks does Harley get at the Mexican restaurant? Um, Marguerite. That is correct. Mm. And final question, question 10. What is Roman's nickname for Dinah? Nickname. Yeah, think of the movie name, name in the movie. She's called Black Canary. Yeah. Um ooh. Oh, I actually can't think, but I'm just gonna say like little birdie or something. I give that to you, it's little bird. Ah, uh, yeah, I had a feeling that was something like that. I honestly shocked myself. I like I cannot remember half this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I made that hard and you got seven. You're getting better. Woohoo! She's getting better, better every week. So next up we're going to rate Birds of Prey on our pop scale. We rated it out of five based on its place in pop culture and the overall quality of the movie itself. So Katie out of five, what are you giving Birds of Prey? I'm gonna give it a three and a half because uh, like I loved it. I thought it was a great film. Um, like I think it done really well myself personally. Doesn't matter what all the, but I think it done really well. But yeah, it's just not like quite up there for me yet. Like I feel like um, I don't know. I just feel like a three and a half is like a solid score for this one. Mm-hmm. What about you? So I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah. Again, I just think it's brilliant representation. It's just really fun, cool movie. Doesn't take itself too seriously. It's for a superhero for a comic book movie. It's an hour and forty four minutes. They're usually much longer. Yes, so, I did like that. I liked that because I'm so bad at watching movies. Yeah. So you know, I just think it is a great, fun movie to watch. It's you know, it's very gay, which I love. Um. Yeah, it's just great and fun and really cool and it's always cool to see Margaret Robbie play Harley Quinn so yeah giving it a four Woo-hoo, that's it so it has a collective step and seven half, half. <laughs> so next up we're going to talk about what's popping meaning what we're enjoying in pop culture at the minute Katie what is popping with you this week um atypical on Netflix is popping with me um mm-hmm. I've seen had a new season now and I watched um season one two and three already and I just love it I think it's such a good show and for anybody that doesn't know it's about um, a boy called Sam who has autism Um, and yeah it's just really really good and it follows him and his family and I really enjoy it it's just it's a really I'm not gonna say it's a light-hearted watch because it's not but there definitely is like light-hearted components but there's a lot of heavy stuff in it as well um and you know it's perfect for me because they're only like about a half an hour long each and I finished it like in like I want to say a week less than a week so that's good for me so for me what's happened for me Jesus I have to think that's me normally every yeah week. so oh well, you know what? I mentioned it last week that I was excited to see it. So it's going to be my what's popping because I absolutely loved it. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Um, it's just, yeah, it's like, it's it's not a, an amazing, well-made Quentin Tarantino movie. But some people left like 15 minutes in. I was like, what did you expect? Really? Uh, yeah. 
like two people left 15 minutes in and I turned to my friend and she was like I'm so offended <laughs> and I was like well what, does the fu- what the fuck did they expect like it's they didn't yeah. even see the other tunes anyway moving on uh, they only saw bugs Oh, well, that that he counts, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I loved it. It's just super fun. It's super silly. It's very loony. So yeah, it was just really cool and fun. And you know, if you know me, I'm a huge Looney Tunes fan, and I love the original. I watch it a million times a year. And yeah, so that's uh, Space Jam: New Legacy is what's popping for me this week, and I loved it. Well, you, that's brilliant. So, Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. And if you haven't done already, you can subscribe to us on um, Apple Podcasts. I keep going to say Apple Music every week. Mm. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Podbean and Prime. Yes. They okay. always that <laughs> um, and you can always, always rate us and comment as well give us some feedback so yeah that's where you can find us absolutely would definitely appreciate that so uh thank you guys for listening stay safe and you know uh have a great week you'll hear from us next week bye